Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. This week, I'm shining a spotlight on anxiety, which was already a go-to emotional state for a lot of us before the pandemic. And now it's something that has moved on in and made itself at home. I know that in addition to feeling anxious about the fate of the world and when we'll be able to be together without fear of passing a potentially deadly disease on to our loved ones, I've been feeling a lot of anxiety about my kids and all kids' mental health. I feel like I can almost see my daughter's anxiety coming into bloom like a parallel growth spurt. I've got anxiety about her anxiety. And when something big and challenging is making itself known, I take that as a sign that there's something that's ready to be seen in a new way and ultimately to be healed. With that approach in mind, today's big idea is that taking an objective look at anxiety, what it is, how common it is, and where it comes from, can help us start to shift how we think about it and what kind of effect it has on us. Because when something feels as high stakes and as interior as anxiety does, it's really helpful to shine a light on it and observe it, which helps you see it as something that is separate from you. Einstein said, if I had an hour to solve a problem, I'd spend 55 minutes thinking about the problem and five minutes thinking about the solution. And that's what we're doing in this episode, thinking about anxiety before we start talking about solutions to anxiety. I mean, I'm in the solutions business, so I can't help but spend way more episodes talking about ways to work with anxiety. But for today, we're just looking at anxiety itself. According to NAMI, or the National Alliance on Mental Illness, which is a great resource for all things mental health, a full 20% of U.S. adults have an anxiety disorder, making it the most common mental health issue in the U.S., Calling it an anxiety disorder means it's not just general anxiety or periods of feeling anxious. It refers to anxiety that is pervasive enough and long-lasting enough to have an impact on your daily life. So if 24% of us have the disorder, you can just imagine how very many of us have a lower-grade version of anxiety. In 2020, it can almost feel like if you're not feeling anxious, you're not paying attention. If anxiety is getting in the way of you feeling like you can deal with your life, well, first of all, it's okay not to be okay. You're human with a beating heart and you are feeling things intensely. What a perfectly natural and understandable response to be having to stressful times. My heart goes out to you. 
I also recommend visiting NAMI.org, that's N-A-M-I.org, and searching for anxiety as a good first step. Before we go any further, I should point out that I'm not a trained mental health professional, and I don't intend anything I cover in these podcasts on anxiety to take the place of a doctor or therapist's advice. But I also believe that each one of us has an innate healing ability, and that we have to be active participants in our own treatment. And I hope that this week's episodes on anxiety, and some of next week's too, as there's a lot to cover on this topic, will help you see anxiety differently and give you some tools and some ways of thinking that will help start to change your relationship to anxiety. Next up, we'll look at where anxiety comes from. But first, a quick, and I believe helpful, word from our sponsor. Something we all know that's supposed to help with anxiety is meditation, but it can be hard to actually sit down and do it. Heck, I used to meditate regularly, but I had gotten way off track. Even though I know that the more stressed you are, the more you need to slow down, I wasn't meditating. And then I tried Headspace. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. Overwhelmed? Need some help falling asleep? Want to build your focus? Headspace has specific meditations for all these scenarios. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. It's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you, on your schedule, anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash Kate. That's headspace.com slash Kate for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal being offered right now. So head to headspace.com slash Kate today. So where does anxiety come from? I know that anxiety can seem like something that's a result of how you're wired. Not much to do about it other than learn how to manage. And it's true that some folks are more prone to anxiety than others, and that is influenced by how you grew up, what the culture of dealing with stress was in your household, how safe you feel in the world, how much trauma has been a part of your life, and even your genetics. There can also be some other physiological contributing factors, something I'll talk about more next week in an episode on a couple of basic supplements that can help your mind and brain have the building blocks they need to function their best. But maybe you're in a season of life or facing a set of circumstances that has an extra helping of uncertainty, and the anxiety you're feeling is largely situational. I mean, hello, global pandemic, with all of its downstream effects on mental health, financial health, physical health. Anxiety is a pretty natural response to that, I'd say, and that's on top of the numerous other things we already had to focus on and, let's face it, worry about. There are also components of our go-to emotional states, and we all have them, that are habits. Maybe a propensity to worry has settled into a neural groove for you that's easy to fall into even when the situation doesn't warrant it. The good news is that habits are changeable. I'm not saying they're easily changeable or that it's your fault for developing those habits in the first place, not at all. But there's some level of plasticity in our habitual responses. 
And sometimes things that feel like nothing you can do anything about are just habits in disguise. Some other things that fall into this category are overwhelm, confusion, and anger, just FYI. And anxiety is definitely one of them. So the takeaway here is that anxiety happens for some very good reasons, and it is normal and will happen to all of us at some point. And at certain times, and for certain people, we will experience it either more frequently or more acutely. All that being said, no matter how long you've been feeling anxious or how many good reasons you have to be feeling that way, know that the brain, the mind, and the body are resilient. You and your experience of anxiety can change whether through medical treatment or things you do on your own or a combination of both. I believe that there's a kind of alchemy in trying a couple different things or modalities, like therapy and meditation and taking probiotics, for example, or some other mix that makes sense and works for you. So in these episodes, we'll be exploring the things you can do on your end to change your experience of and relationship to anxiety and add to your mix of ways that you support yourself. I can't promise any quick fixes, but I am trusting that you'll find something in these episodes that will help. This week, I'll be sharing acupressure points you can use when you feel the worries start to swirl or your heart rate start to rise, a time management trick that helps give your worry a place to go without seeping into every part of your day, a way to pull yourself out of rehearsing unhappiness, and an interview with Lee Medeiros, an author and artist who's working on a memoir about her lifelong experiences of living with anxiety and panic, about what she's learned and what has helped her through. I hope you'll come back for more. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.